Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life, bringing you our time of prayer and scripture reading. It is the Feast of the Assumption, August 15th. This is a uh, Feast of the Victory of Life. We celebrate it in the Catholic community, and I'll explain it a little bit more for all of us, and uh, in particular, those of you who are viewing that are not of the Catholic uh, community, but nevertheless are Faithful disciples of Christ uh, will explain a little bit more what we mean by this uh, feast day. But it all is about the victory of Christ over death, which, of course, is particularly appropriate for us as pro-life people. Uh, Let's pray. We'll get into the reading, and I'll show you how it connects to this particular feast day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we come before you as the people of life born on the cross. Because when your son died on the cross, death was conquered. In fact, tombs opened on that day and some rose from the dead. We praise you, Lord God, that you, uh, through uh, your son, welcomed the the good thief into paradise that very day. Uh, Blood and water flowed from the side of, of Christ representing the waters of baptism and the cleansing power of his blood. Therefore, in all of these and so many other ways, the cross shows the victory of life. We, the people of life, born at the cross. We thank you, Father, for this gift. We thank you that that victory of life is extended in your body, the church. Where Christ has gone, we hope to follow. The life that Christ has on high, we live even now. And so let us continue to proclaim and celebrate and serve that glorious victory of life. We repent of any ways in which we have failed to honor your gift or to serve and obey you. Enable us to live strong, more strongly faithful in the day-to-day duties and privileges being a disciple. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, our reading today is from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through man, the resurrection of the dead came also through man. For just as in Adam all die, So too in Christ all shall be brought to life, but each one in proper order, Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to his God and Father, when he has destroyed every sovereignty and every authority and power, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death, for he subjected everything under his feet. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The Father subjected everything to Christ. Everything. Nothing remains unsubjected. Death is swallowed up in victory. The death of the first person who died, Abel, was marked, as Genesis tells us, by the blood swallowing, being swallowed up in the ground. And Paul will declare to the Corinthians, now death will be swallowed up in the victory of Christ. There is no victory over death apart from Jesus Christ. He is the only Lord, the only mediator, the only savior, the only hope of humanity. Every victory over death is a victory of Christ. Every victory over the death of the unborn. Just uh, this weekend, I was praying at an abortion facility and Florida, right at the time that they were killing babies and all those people there praying with me, we all know the joy of being able to see a life saved from abortion. It's a victory of Christ every single time it happens. There is no victory over death aside from Christ. What the church celebrates in the Assumption and has celebrated for a long time is that the first one to share in this victory of Christ over death is his own mother. And this is what the assumption of Mary means, that at the end of her life, she was taken up body and soul into the glory of heaven. And that's what St. Paul, when we say that the victory over death is shared by the body of Christ, this is what St. Paul is talking about here, comparing it to how death was shared. Adam sinned, and yet we all were conceived in sin as a result. The sin spread through the body. But now we have a new Adam who has conquered death. And so that life spreads throughout the whole body as well. This is the, the teaching Paul is sharing with us. And, 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 and each in his proper order, Christ is the first fruits. We were talking the other day about first fruits, how in the Israelite worship, God commanded them to bring first fruits of the harvest a sign of more to come. Christ's resurrection is a sign of more to come. We will be raised from the dead. It's all about the kingdom of God because it's a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. Everything that the church does in honor of the mother of God is in honor and worship of Christ cannot be separated. Furthermore, it's a victory over death, which is physical. It's the resurrection of the body. The human person is not just a spirit inside a body, a spirit using a body. It's a complete union of body and soul in such a way that the person is not one or the other. Both body and soul are aspects of the person. And so in the end, while we have a temporary separation of the body from the soul in earthly death, in the end, we are full persons again in the resurrection. It's the resurrection of the body. And this why... This is why, too, when we think about the pro-life effort and the victory of life over abortion, that, too, is physical. Sometimes people risk uh, over-spiritualizing 
the pro-life effort. We know that we are saving souls when we turn people away from abortion. We know that we are saving souls when we heal people who have repented of abortion. Believe me, I know that well because we oversee the world's largest ministry of that kind, Rachel's Vineyard, and the world's largest ministry of testimony after abortion, Silent No More. I'm the pastoral director of both of those ministries. So yes, we know well about the saving of souls. But conquering abortion is about the saving of bodies, brothers and sisters. It's the bodies of these little babies. Bodies which, as we just said, are just as much the person as the soul is. Bodies which are being ripped apart by this violent act of dismemberment that we call abortion. The victory is stopping that. Keeping that arm attached to the rest of the body. Keeping that heart beating. Keeping those legs attached. Keeping that head intact. It is a physical victory that we are after. And that's why we go physically to the places where the abortions happen. Again, I was so happy the other day to be with the pro-lifers of Fort Lauderdale. As I've been with pro-life people in front of almost every abortion facility in the country over the last 30 years. And I hope you do too. I hope you have that experience as well. I know some of you do regularly. Let's get the physical victory. Death is physical. Let's get the physical victory of life. And let's let this feast day inspire us that Christ is indeed the one who has conquered death and shares that victory with us all. Let's pray. Father, we, uh, we honor and worship your son. We proclaim his victory over death. We thank you for the glory and the hope that inspires the pro-life movement. We thank you for every victory over the power of death. And we ask you, Lord, in that same power, in that same victory, answer the prayers of all your people, especially our viewers today. Prayers for healing, prayers for forgiveness, prayers for consolation and sorrow, prayers for enlightenment in uncertainty, prayers of gratitude for victory, prayers to bring people back to the faith, prayers for the ending of abortion, prayers for our leaders, prayers for President Trump and his team as they continue to fight against the deep state, prayers for all those who are meant to lead, inspire, and guide us. And we sum up all these prayers in the words Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. And today we have a special uh, prayer in honor of the Assumption. You can find it at prayercampaign.org, along with all our other prayer campaigns. Let's conclude with this prayer as well. Lord Jesus Christ, you have conquered the power of death and open for humanity the hope of eternal life in body and soul. You granted your mother a share in heavenly glory and did not allow decay to touch her body. As we rejoice in the assumption of Mary, grant us new confidence in the victory of life over death. 
and renewed reverence for the human body. As we honor Mary assumed into heaven, may we proclaim the hope of your gospel, that you want every human life seated on your throne. May that hope strengthen us to protect every life here on earth. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.